As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. You don't put those inside of you, do you? This is a show about women. I mean, you do? Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly-veiled aspirational nightmare. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. (laughs) Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you. Dina Merriam is with us. Began working in the interfaith movement back in the late 1990s. She founded the Global Peace Initiative of Women back in 2003. Two, an organization chaired by a multi-faith group of women spiritual leaders. In 2008, she was one of the founding members of the Contemplative Alliance, which later became a program of GPIW. Dean is a longtime student of the great texts of the Vedic tradition, currently the chairperson of the International Advisory Council of the Oroville Foundation, based in India. Dina, welcome back. Thank you. It's nice to be back. What have you been doing in these five years? Well, I've been writing books. I've been giving talks. Um, I've been organizing programs. Uh, you know, <laughs> this, this, of course, we've had the COVID epidemic, so a lot of the work has been on Zoom. We're just beginning to have in-person meetings uh, again. But there's no end to the need for people to come together and talk and share thoughts, share ideas. And you've written at least four books since you were on with me in 2018, haven't you? That's right. Yeah, I've just published my fifth book, and uh, I'm working on a new one. Well, good for you. Now, this one that I've got holding in my hand is called To Dance with the Dekinis. Is that how you pronounce them? Dekinis. Dekinis. Who are, what are Dekinis? Well, Dekinis is a, 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 an I guess you would say a, a Buddhist word, um, although it's maybe also in the Hindu tradition. It's really a celestial female figure. So you might call them angels in the West. We we would call them angels. Okay, I like that. And this is based out of India. 
Yeah, the, the book is based partially in India and partially in Tibet. It goes back to the 12th century. You know, my interest has been, I think, the, the essential human question is what happens when you die? There's no human <laughs> that can escape that question. And it's an age-old issue, but I think that where death is like the last frontier, and I think that where uh, the science community at some point will help us provide some answers to that question. And I think it's a question that everybody eventually will face or ask themselves at that moment, won't they? Exactly, because everybody, I mean, as you grow older, you know, you lose parents. Uh, so many people, I mean, I've lost my parents in the last year, and they were old, you know. It was, it was a very natural time, the way for them to go. Yeah. But my relationship didn't end with them. I still feel in contact with them. And I think that's a common experience, more common than we realize, uh, that people don't feel it's the end, that, that they feel there's an ongoing relationships and ongoing life. What is that life? That's the question. Exactly. And you went searching for your past reincarnated lives, didn't you? Yeah. Well, just as we ask what happens after, the, the next question is, well, what happens before? <laughs> if we know ourselves to be an eternal soul and that death is not the end. I mean, there are two ways of looking at the universe. The materialistic view, which is it's just everything is materialistic. It comes by accident and then finishes. If you don't hold to that view, if you know there's a soul and you believe in, in the, 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 the eternality of the soul, well, then the question is, the soul existed before we came into the body. If it exists after, it existed before. And it, the body is just a vehicle for that, that soul to experience the physical world. And so, yes, so I, I, I wouldn't say I went looking. I said my past came looking for me. I began to have memories, and I think it's not uncommon. There are many people who have written to me that reading my books has helped them recover their own past. And I, I think that's the point. I mean, I share my own experiences. Because I think that if you realize that this is not your first time around, it changes your whole experience with death. You know, the fear, uh, you, you, can, you can really get over that fear. I mean, yes, there's always going to be a sense of loss because you're, you're moving into a different reality, which means, you know, you won't have the same body, you won't have the same house, your friends might look different. Um, but you know that you're ongoing and it's not the end. And it's not the end at all. How did you end up in Tibet, Dina? That's a good question. I mean, I, I, you know, have worked globally, and I've worked with people in conflict areas all over the world. So one of the sort of like uh, uh, conflict areas that's not in the he headlines now is this China-Tibet situation. Uh, Tibet was uh, occupied by China uh, after World War II, and is still under occupation. And I didn't know much about Tibet, and though I've worked in my interfaith work, I've, I've, I've uh, met with different uh, Tibetan leaders, as just part of the whole Buddhist community. But I had a grandson uh, born, and he began to, at, at a very young age, if you, if you watch children when they're young, often they reveal things about their past. And this grandson started talking about Tibet and how he was killed in the, in the uh, in invasion. Oh, my God. How old was he when he started talking about that? About four years old. Jeez. And I couldn't discount it because he said, you know, he was so 
drawn to Tibet. When he was he was uh, going to bed, he wanted to listen to the chanting of Tibetan monks. He he knew the chants. He knew some of the uh, the deities. I mean, he just knew so much. Of course, you know, he began to outgrow that, and he still remembers that, but he sort of moved. Now he's much older. Um, but I've seen that. If you watch kids, you can see something about the past. So anyhow, he began talking to me a lot about Tibet, and eventually I began to remember a birth a long time ago. It was not a recent birth <laughs> in Tibet that had a great impact on me because... Um, it was also part of, of my search for the higher truth and to learn about, you know, my search for, for what is real. You know, what is this life about? I think through many lifetimes I've been asking that question. What is this life about? What comes after? And, and how, can we, how can we come to know uh, things about the universe? And I always come back, you know, spiritual practice, prayer and meditation, uh, listening to the counsel of the wise ones. Um, there are many ways that you can grow in your understanding of what this life is about. Well, there's no question. The Tibetans are very spiritual people. Did you find that to be the case? The Tibetans are very spiritual people, and they have a, uh, a long history, and surprisingly, there was a time when they were a very powerful empire. Um, they had a great king in the 8th century, and they uh, have a very large empire, a very important empire. It was the center of trading between China and um, the, the eastern world, east of Tibet, you know, India, and then the, um, the, the steppes that were north of it. So it was a very important and wealthy kingdom. Uh, but gradually their attention turned from the material to the uh, spiritual. And so more and more of them entered monasteries when Buddhism came in because they had a pre-Buddhist uh, religion, which was very much nature-based, like not so different from our Native American traditions, where people uh, commune with the spirits of the earth and the spirits of the water. They saw spirits everywhere. Uh, and so a lot of their um, earlier traditions, a lot of the earlier traditions everywhere around the world was nature-based. And that was very interesting to me because I think that's something that we need to sort of regain our, our sense of harmony with nature, our sense of seeing nature as alive, and sort of gaining a much deeper respect and appreciation for nature, what nature has to offer. That was ingrained in all the early cultures, you know, way back. And over time, we've lost that. So now we just abuse, you know, the rivers and the oceans and our soil and forests without realizing the repercussions. Dana, in the book, you talk about three successive lives. How did you come across them? So, yes. So during my exploration of this life in Tibet, I was faced with a great problem. Uh, uh, and I wanted, I, I, I couldn't get to the source of that problem. And there was a, a so-called spiritual leader who was really a cult leader. You know, we have such people today, and he held a great sway over my mind, and I ended up giving him all my resources. My husband had recently died, so I gave him everything. And it, it's the question of this happens, you know, it happened then, it happens today, where, where uh, people gain control of others' minds, and you don't question and so I, I, I had to get, I was driven to find out the cause, why. Why does this man have such a hold on me? Uh, 
So I had to go back to a previous birth where I saw this man also pursuing me, and I came to understand a lot, but it wasn't the source. I had to go back even earlier to a previous birth to see that this man was a son that I had abandoned and that had grown to hate me, really. Oh, jeez. He he pursued me until he took his revenge. (laughs) But in seeing all that in that life in Tibet, having gone back into the past and finding the cause of the his hostility, I was able to resolve the relationship and finish it. Because, you know, relationships follow us from one life to, to another. And I, I, it made me look at my current life and say, okay, who do I have problems with? Where are the things unresolved? Well, I want to finish them now. I don't want to have to face this challenge again. So if we don't resolve a challenge... We can know it's going to come back to us. In the end, we have to resolve all the difficulties that we face. And we do it now or we do it later. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. What procedures, Dina, did you use to uncover these three past lives? What was the question? What procedures did you use to uncover them? I I didn't use any procedures. My my memories just come naturally, often in meditation and introspection. I know there are people who go to something called past life regression. Yes. I don't encourage that because I think whatever comes naturally, it's for a purpose. And whatever doesn't come naturally, you don't really need to know. So I I just trust sort of like, you know, I think a lot of people have um, sort of vague glimpses. Oh, I must have known that person before, or I must have been there before. In my case, for some reason, I have very clear memories. So I remember conversations, I remember scenes, and I watch it like a movie. 
So often when I'm sitting in meditation, I'm, I'm in the middle of a movie, and I'm watching the scenes unfold, and there's nothing I do. It just happens. Must you be in meditation mode in order to pull out those past lives? No, no. I mean, it often happens that way because the mind is stilled. You know, if the mind's busy doing, doing, if you're working or whatever, the mind is occupied. But it can be, you know, when I'm taking a walk in the woods or whenever the mind is kind of stilled, um, when I'm sitting outside, just sitting outside reflecting, um, it's usually when the mind is quiet. Uh, sometimes it's when I'm in bed at night. Uh, and I found that I, I keep pads and pencil around my house, by my meditation seat, by my bed, just so when things come to me, I can record them. Uh, because, um, you know, then the mind gets busy and you forget. And often an important scene that fills in a piece of a puzzle. I mean, to me, life is like a grand puzzle. And with each... Life is like a different part of the puzzle that you fit in. And you say, ah, this is what that looks like. Now that makes sense because that part of the puzzle is related to that part of the puzzle. And so it's actually amazing when you can see, if you, if you can step by, back and see, as God would see, all of our lives, it all would make sense. It makes perfect sense. And it, it's very hard to judge without knowing who somebody's been in the past, you know? I mean, you see somebody who's had a lot of suffering. Well, you don't know who they've been in the past. You know what brought about that suffering. I mean, life doesn't make sense unless you can see the whole picture. And well, you had mentioned that these past lives had an effect on your current life. And has it changed you? It has changed me dramatically, I would say, because it's changed my whole relationship with death. And it's also made me realize that there's no saying goodbye. I mean, people that you love, you meet again and again. And even though your soul recognizes them, even though you look different, they look different, your soul recognizes them. So in this book, um, there's there's uh, this woman, it's married, she's a wonderful marriage, a man who she just adores. It's after her, it's after his death that she kind of falls into this very dark place and comes under the sway of this man. But when she goes back into the past, she realizes that she had known this man, her husband, in, a, in her past birth, but they couldn't get together. He was a, a, a monk and committed to his vows, and she, she fell in love with him, but they couldn't fulfill their love. And that was one of the sort of uh, difficult things for her, is that they couldn't come together. But in her current life, they marry, and she has a perfect fulfillment of that relationship. And so I think that's really the way it works. You know, is if, if whatever desires can't be fulfilled in one life, it might not be the, act, the next life. It could be the life after that. But eventually, all the, our desires are fulfilled. Who makes that happen like that, Dina? You know, there's this thing called karma, which is the law of cause and effect. Right. And... I don't consider that to be a system of reward and punishment. I, I see it as a, an energy system, just like there's the law of gravity. If you throw something up, it's going to come down, and it always happens that way. That's a law of the physical universe. So whatever you put out, your thoughts, thought is energy. Your thoughts, your desires, your actions, 
they they have a rebound. I mean, they have a, a, they eventually produce an effect. And so I see the law of cause and effect as a learning. You know, where this whole this whole universe is designed for our learning, our learning to become more loving, more compassionate, more giving, more understanding, a better person. And it's a slow process, life to lifetime. If we hurt somebody, well, we have an opportunity in the future to make amends for that. And that's something that we want. I mean, there's nobody punishing us. We ourselves do it to ourselves because we, we want to learn and grow. We hurt somebody, you know, you know, or we uh, leave a marriage in a, in a bad way, we abandon somebody, whatever it is. Well, deep inside, we, we want to make amends for that, even if we're not conscious of it. And we'll give ourselves an opportunity in the future to make amends. I was always told that we don't remember our past lives in our current life because it would play havoc with us. And listening to you, that doesn't seem to be the case. Well, I think it, I think it could play havoc with us. You know, um, uh, for example, I heard a story of a, of a great teacher, and one of his students came to him with a newborn child. And he said he almost dropped the child because he saw that the child was a murderer in his last life. And I suppose the mother looked, knew that. That would be a terrible thing. Each time you're given a fresh opportunity, you know, what are you going to make of your life? You're not consciously burdened by your memories. And I think also when I first had my experience, um, I wrote my first book, My Journey Through Time, and I began to remember my birth just previous, which uh, took place in the early part of the 20th century. I died in Europe during World War II. I was a single mom at that time, raising two teenage sons. I held the job. It was destabilizing. And and I couldn't talk to anybody. I had one friend I could talk to about it. But, you know, there weren't many people I could talk to. And yet I was seeing scenes from World War II. And here I was, in a, you know, I'd be in a meeting at work and hearing sirens from World War II. It was very destabilizing, and thank God I had a, a meditation practice, which, you know, calms one and, and helps one uh, ground oneself. I would think you'd go wacky sometimes, knowing this. But you could. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern, and go to coasttocoastam.com for more. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.